Welcome to the Filter Free Friday podcast. I am your host, Brittany Williams, and this is the podcast to remind you that the distance between the life that you want to live and the life that you're currently living isn't nearly as big as you think. Happy Friday. How the hell are you? I am good. Thank you for asking. I'm recording in the morning, so she's got a little bit of a pep in her step. I mean, kind of, not really. We're trying to... uh, transition Blake into sleeping with her arms out of the swaddle so your girl has been up at like 4 35 every single morning because that's apparently the time that she wakes up when her arms are out of the swaddle so we'll figure that out I'm fine I am just you know thriving on not as much sleep as I would like to have but you know such is life which actually is kind of funny because that is part of the topic of today's podcast which um I did like an ask me anything um, on my Instagram yesterday and there's just this like I don't know if maybe I'm just getting older and wiser and I just imagine myself as a little like baby Yoda being like oh like I mean not ohm is not what baby Yoda does that's probably you know uh, insensitive to somebody I'm sure um, ohm probably has some grand meaning that I don't know whatever uh I just imagine myself getting wiser, like a Yoda, you know, like baby Yoda. He's just wise beyond his years. And so I don't know if I'm just getting wiser or if questions are just getting, uh, or if we're all just feeling the same thing, or maybe it's a combo, right? It's probably a combo. I'm probably getting stupider is the re- is the reality. It's just that I think we all are having the same kind of like, like, it's not a midlife crisis not what it is but I think that we all have the same anxieties is what it is I think that we all feel the same way about the same things and I think we're afraid to share our anxieties about those things and then when someone gets the opportunity to ask a question semi-anonymously um I mean the question feature on Instagram isn't anonymous to the person you asked the question to but like I'm going to answer it and it's going to be anonymous that you ask the question. I think people's like true kind of inner thoughts come out. Do you know what I'm saying? Like when there's a certain level of anonymity, is that how you say it? You know what I'm saying? (laughs) When you're anonymous, (laughs) I think like your true kind of like thoughts, you're, you're more open to ask questions and I think what I'm realizing is that people are judging themselves based on, you know, life states that they're currently in and phases of life that they're currently in and the phases of life that they think that they should be. And ironically, that's kind of the tagline for the podcast, right? That the distance between the life that you want to have and the life that you currently have it aren't nearly as big, isn't near as nearly as big as you think. Um, it's funny when I actually think about that. It, it it implies that your life is either black or white. It's either A or B. That you're in one sp- space and that you're going to get to where you're going. And then once you get there, it's finite and it's done and you've made it. And you can kick, you know, your feet up on the desk and just chill and relax. And I think you know that that's not how life is. Um, so maybe that tagline's a little misleading, but we're a year and change out. So we're not changing it. But... What I'm realizing is that people, I think in those moments of anxiety, and I do the same thing, so I need this reminder as much as you do, like life goes through these phases. It's not 
the life you have today and the life that you're going to have tomorrow, the life that you're going to have next week, meaning once you've made it, right, whatever making it means for you, once you get the job that you want, once you land your ideal husband, once you lose that last five pounds, it's not like that's when your life starts. That's just a continuation of this life that you've been living. And I know that's a little no no shit, but I think what I'm finding is that people have this ideal of what their life should be like, and they think that they should be hitting that ideal at all times. And that's not realistic. Again, I need this reminder as much as you do, but it comes up so often. And I think that if you look at your, any period of time, so if you look at your life, like a, we'll use, we'll use football because American football is back on TV this weekend. Actually, funny aside, my husband, we like him and his friends have this like, you know, um, running kind of not, it's not a joke. It's like a question. Like when does fall start in the United States? And I'm pretty for sure the actual like, hold on. I think the actual like date around the seasons is September 22nd. But I mean, like we're not following that. We're talking about like culturally, when does fall start? Um, he was like, well, it's like back, it's like when football starts, right? And I was like, no, that definitely isn't it. Because like that, it's such a dude answer. Like most people, not most people, but a lot of people don't give a shit about American football. So to say that fall starts when football starts is the most narrow-minded way of thinking of things. And so then I said, what about when school starts again? Like it's back to school. It's the fall. And he then, his rebuttal to me was that back to school doesn't apply to everyone. And I said, yes, but it's like a, a phenomenon that happens across the country that does generally impact everyone, whether you have kids or not. There's just a general like way of the world when kids are in school and not, and you know it's happening, whether you have kids or not. I can't say that about football per se. And then we talked about how in some states, like like where I grew up, school starts at the beginning of August because it's so hot in the summer that like we got to get kids out of school by the time that it, well, actually, I don't know if that's why it starts in August, but I just know that school starts early August <laughs> where I'm from or mid-August. Uh, but I'm like, Memorial Day to Labor Day to me is quote unquote summer, how it feels culturally, but the season continues technically to me through September. To me, fall as a season is like October 1st, but like as a feeling, September, Labor Day is, is, is in my mind. I'm going way down this tangent. Anyways, if you could let me know when you think fall starts in the United States, that would be great. If you come to me and tell me you think it's when football starts, I'm going to be pissed off. Okay. What was I saying? If we're thinking of life as <laughs> as football <laughs> or any sport, you can also use basketball. Uh, really, you think of it as there's two halves, right, and four quarters. And there's breaks in the middle of each one. And I think you can think of your life that way. I think you can think of your year that way, your month that way, and your day that way, right? Where you've got br little breaks in the middle, one big break, little breaks throughout, excuse me, one big break in the middle. 
And there's a start and end and things ramp up and kind of momentum builds over the course of the quarters. But then like you rest for a little bit and then you start again and you kind of ramp up that that momentum again. And in a perfect world, you would have momentum, even momentum through across every single quarter. It would be even. And that break in halftime and those break between the quarters wouldn't stop your momentum. But realistically, that's just not how any sport really is ever played. Uh, the, the kind of sports that have rest breaks, right? Um, and so, well, I, I got a lot of questions and kind of I'm getting to, I'll get to my point long-winded here. Um, people were asking me, a lot. I got a lot of questions about two things. One, in strength training, are we just lifting weights indefinitely like is the goal just to always be lifting heavier for forever so that one day I'm just lifting so much heavy weight like where does that make sense am I just trying to lift heavier always and so eventually over time I'll just be able to lift heavier and heavier and heavier is that the goal that was one kind of common theme I was getting and the second common theme was around diet and diet during postpartum and how do I focus on my diet and how do I get healthy and how do I continue these habits that I had kind of pre-pregnancy and they've all kind of fallen apart and now I'm sitting on the floor in my bathroom eating a bag of chips while my toddler is playing, you know, in uh, the bathtub, right? Like, how do I get on track? And the commonality that I saw is that people are treating their life like it's one continuous game like this you know maybe a marathon where you never stop and you just go 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 the entire time and I want you to instead of thinking of your life like a marathon I want you to think of it like a game of football or a basketball game I want you to recognize that there are going to be times in between the efforts that require rest and require turning off and I don't mean literal rest like you need to take some time off of your workouts per se or you need to sleep more even though you probably do when I look at you know my own training journey and my own fitness journey there's always an ebb and flow there's always for example over across the year in the summer, I've always been really motivated to go running. So in strength training, I'm usually not lifting as heavy. I'm usually not hitting as many PRs, but I'm getting outside. And I'm loving the fresh air and I'm loving the heat on my back and I've got a tan and I'm feeling good and I'm actually hydrating for once because I'm actually hot and I tend to find it easier to hydrate when I'm physically hot. It's harder for me to hydrate in the winter. And then I'm thinking about in the winter, in the fall, that's when I'm fine being indoors, right? That's when I'm fine sitting and having a really long weight training session where, you know, if you're going to try to PR in a barbell squat, like it takes some time because you've got to rest between the reps and you've got to sit on your phone for two minutes to then like let your body recover. Like you've got time to do that because like the sun's not shining. It's pouring rain out here from October to April here in Portland. So I've got all the time in the world to just sit inside my house and work out right like this is the kind of mindset that I've realized about myself is that I'm not always just trying to get stronger in my strength training workouts because there are certain times of the year where strength training isn't my priority and that's not a conscious decision that I've made I want to make that clear that's not like I on January 1st map out my year and I say okay these months are going to be strength training months these months are going to be running months 
it's something that organically has happened and I've been running since I was 14. So like I can look back all my life and kind of see that pattern of like, oh, yep, like March to October are tend to be big running months for me. And I think what I want you to do is also look back on your years within your training journey. And if you're struggling to feel like I'm always like, where am I trying to go? Sometimes it's because you might have so singular of a focus and diet is the same way. People get so singularly focused on a singular number that you just feel like, am I just always going to be trying to lose weight? Like, is that my goal here with my nutrition? And it's not. Maybe your nutrition, you're super dialed with your nutrition at I'm making it up January through March because you're a new you, new, new year, new you kind of person and you're really motivated. But then towards the back end of the year when we get into October, November, December, where it's winter or fall, depending on what your answer is to that last question that I asked uh, here in the United States, and you're really into baking and cooking and you love the spices that come with winter and the cloves and the cinnamon and you like baking the cookies and all those things, instead of beating yourself up for not dieting during that time, instead of beating yourself up for not strength training as hard as I can during the summer, just recognize that that phase of your year is the kind of phase where I don't focus on strength training and the fall and winter tend to be a phase of the year where people don't focus as much on their nutrition. And once you just recognize, wait, this is a phase? This isn't for forever? I've baked a different Christmas cookie every single weekend and have pigged out on them because once there is a tin of cookies in my house, it will be finished within the next 48 hours. That's the kind of vibe I roll with. But Rob likes to make Christmas cookies. So when we get close to Christmas, we, I have those kind of weekends back to back to back to back. That's a phase. But for some reason, when we're in it, you know, when you're binge eating those cookies, you're on your 76th cookie of the day. You look at yourself in the mirror sometimes and you're like, holy shit, who am I? I'm never going to get myself out of this. You know that's bullshit. You know that that behavior is a, a, a period of time. And instead of judging our actions on that one day or that those three weeks, whatever it is, three months, hell, let's be real. Don't judge your life based on one singular phase or don't judge your year based on one singular phase extrapolate it out across a period of time because I promise you that there are also periods of time where you've been really good and healthy about your eatings and you've made strong choices about what you've picked to fuel your body and if you look at your fitness, maybe right now you're not as strong as you were last year, but you can find the highs and the lows in your fitness journey. And instead of judging yourself based on one individual high or one individual low, look at the entire journey. Games are not one in a singular quarter. They're not one in a singular half. They're one across time. And I think that's a really good um there's a really good quote. I mean, it's not a quote. It's just like a saying people say. Like whenever like an underdog um, like beats beats the top dog. What I don't what what is the the underdog? Who's the non the, the David and Goliath? What's what's the Goliath called? The underdog and the I don't know. I don't know. You guys, I, I, why do I have a podcast? I'm so bad at 
at thinking of the words that I'm trying to say. It gets embarrassing at some some point. Thanks for sticking with me. But there are times when the person who's supposed to win the game ends up at the very end losing to the underdog. And people always say that's why they play the game. And I always felt that way about running because in running, it's really interesting in track and field because everyone runs the same race over and over and over again over the course of the season. And at a certain point in the season, you could just line up everyone's time and say, okay, we don't even need a championship race. You ran the fastest time this season, you you get gold. You ran the second fastest, you get silver and you ran third fastest you get bronze like you don't even have to run the race but that's not what they do they still have championships and crazy things still happen and the slow guys still sometimes win and that's why they run the race and for me that's kind of how I want to approach my life and my year is that I have the downs, but I still keep trying because you're still gonna have those wins you gotta keep running the race Because if you don't even try, you'll never win, right? If we never played the game, the underdog would never win. We would always say the guy who's supposed to win wins the game. That's a weird analogy, but it makes sense in my head. Okay, this is why I can't do these podcasts at 9 (laughs) a.m. I think you get where I'm going, though, right? That you've got to, if you're going to judge your life Judge it on long games, not singular entities of time. Because how many games have been won by a Hail Mary at the very end? How how many games of football have you sat and it's been tied the entire freaking game and it comes down to the kicker? Who doesn't even really play football, he plays soccer. Like, let's be real. Kickers aren't football players, they're soccer players. But that's a topic for another day. They sit and he kicks it. They don't kick really for any other thing in football, but they kick it for the for the goalpost. They just kick it through. And that wins the game because of one dude at the very end. Right? Your year, your life can be the same way. The, you're going to go through the ups and downs of the quarters, the ups and downs of the game. And something could completely change at the very end. Hopefully, in your case, it's for the positive. And maybe this is hard to extrapolate over the course of a life. So I, I really want to use a year as a, as a period because I think it's a little bit more um, tangible for all of us. But I think that when you're looking at your workouts, instead of feeling like I'm always just trying to get lift heavier, have different things that you're going to work on on different quarters of your year, right? Maybe the first half of the year you work on your upper body and the second half of the year you work on your lower body. Or maybe it's not even body specific. Maybe you just wanna work on form for the first half of the year and then back half of the year you work on lifting heavier. Your goals don't always have to be just lift heavier for forever. You can have themes and goals that you work on for each phase of life, but the key here whether it be you're taking this approach with your diet or you're taking this approach with your workouts, is that there are breaks in between the quarters. There is a halftime. There is a rest period. You are allowed to have off time. For me, that, that woman that I said who's sitting and eating the chips while her toddler is, you know, in the bath, that's her dinner. 
you know, girl dinner, quote unquote, is a big trend going on right now in the TikTok world of how girls sometimes just podgepodge eat the most random things put together to make it a dinner. I've had a girl dinner. I've had a lot of girl dinners in my life. But that's a phase. And in postpartum, I don't even want to call it postpartum, but let's, I don't even know when the end point is. I'm going to say the first eight years of your kid's life. I don't know what that end point is. That's a phase of your life. And you as a mom or a dad shouldn't feel like that has to be the best phase of your life. It doesn't have to be the healthiest phase of your life, mentally, physically. You are allowed, someone also asked in in my Instagrams, are 20-minute workouts good? Are they effective? And I said, I think it's effective based on your goal. If you're a 25-year-old with all the time in the world, I'm going to say absolutely not. 20 minutes are probably not the most effective workout for you as a 25-year-old with all the time in the world. But if you're a 45-year-old, 45, you're a 40-year-old, I mean, I guess you've been 45, uh, mom of three who's bouncing between soccer practices, who's trying to uphold her full-time job and be a mom and do all the things and also have a relationship with her husband and take care of her parents who, you know, may or may not be dying. Hell yeah, 20 minutes is worth being celebrating because you are in a phase of life in in which 20 minutes is all you have. In this quarter, in this half of life, 20-minute workouts are a win, honey. Just because 20-minute workouts probably weren't the best option for you at age 20 doesn't mean that they can't be an amazing option for you at age 40. And that's not uh, like giving up. That's not being weak. It's just that you've got multiple things on your plate. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I just took a bathroom break. I had to pee so bad that entire time that I finally just like, and if we're being honest, I had to poop as well. We're just we're friends here. We're friends here. So I, this is a safe space for me to say that. I had to pause and come back. Which is funny because I'm like right at the very end of the podcast, but I was like, I can't make it. I'm not going to make it. Um, I don't know why I share these things with you. I don't have to share that out loud, but I did. It's fine. Um, so to answer the two questions, are we working out for forever? Just trying to get stronger and stronger and stronger? Absolutely not. No. I probably bicep curl with 20 pounds. I remember when I was... Uh, any chand. I remember when I was 22, probably bicep curled with 15 pounds. <laughs> Have I gotten very far? No, but I can tell you one thing. My biceps are definitely bigger now than they were then. And I've had this ups and down of there are times that I don't work on my biceps. There are times that I work on my biceps. There are times that I'm exclusively running and I'm not lifting any kind of weight. And then when I start working out again, I have to start with eight pounds. Your your workouts aren't just this straight line of harder, 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 harder. Take breaks. Try something completely new. Do a freaking Zumba class for a month and then come back. I don't want you to think, oh, I'm stuck doing this for the rest of my life. There's going to be phases and you're going to get stronger over all of the phases, I think sometimes people can get so wrapped up in the numbers of like what size weights they're using, what have you. And look, I want you to be because that is how you get stronger, but you also get stronger mentally and physically by trying new things. And you should be allowed to do that because like I said, each each workout that you're in or that you do 
as part of a phase and I want you to have phases and some of those phases are just off. Same thing with your diet. There are times in which you are going to have a healthy phase and there are times in which you are going to have a phase of ordering dinner every single night for delivery. And that phase is okay and it's normal and it's human and you do not need to beat yourself up because you're in one of those phases that doesn't align with what your grand macro goals are. Okay, you do not need to be healthy every single year of your life. You do not need to be healthy every single day of the year. You will have healthy phases and you will have a lazy sack of potato phases. Both are necessary to be a happy human. Allow yourself those phases. Allow yourself breaks in all of the things that you're trying to control you're trying to be the perfect human you're trying to have all of the good habits allow yourself a break from being perfect sometimes and that's hard coming from a perfectionist trust me but the goal shouldn't be to strive for non-stop continuous perfection the goal should be to play a couple good quarters in the game allow some mistakes in some quarters of the game, allow myself to take rests and have a halftime. And at the end of the game, hopefully I've got more points on the board than the other guy. That's the goal, okay? Some of you probably don't know shit about football and you're like, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. Brittany, I probably should have gone with basketball as the more universal. But you you get my point. Don't come after me about football. Which I, is fun fact. I'm not a very big fan of football. I think that it's maybe eh, a touch dangerous. Like if I have a son one day, eh, I don't know if he's going to be allowed to play football. I mean, it's hard to control what sports you want your kid to play. But eh, it's, a, it's a little dangerous. We'll see. We'll see. That'll be a decision that we make another day. Not today. Okay, Rob's texting me that Blake's ready for the boob, so I gotta go be mom for a second. You guys are wonderful. Have an excellent day, and go have a filter-free Friday. Bye.